Austin came into town. All right, welcome to uh, the Los Ponies podcast. We got another episode we got going right here. Curtis and myself, checking in from Los Alamitos. Hey, everybody. And let's uh, Friday night, we're about, what, about two, an hour and a half from a Friday night races. It looks like we might have a little bit of a tailwind as of right now. So, another yeah. week, more two-year-olds. Uh, I think we might see some even more impressive two-year-olds this week. I, I looked over the, the three cards, and there's some potentials to have some nice baby this weekend. Yeah, we got some competitive races tonight, and then there's one runner for Scott Willoughby that I, I've really been yeah. waiting for, for mm-hmm. uh, since the works, and he finally entered him, so I'm excited to see him run. Yeah, that's going to be uh, – uh, what, what's going to be race six, I believe? Yep. Yeah, uh, pull the trigger is, is is the horse's name. Okay. Trying to find what race it's in. Uh, race race six. Okay. All right. Yeah. Race six. Four to five. So it's not going to be a huge yeah. shocker, but uh, we're definitely excited to see that one. All right. So let's get let's get the card done going. We're going to kick it off. It's going to be a nine race card on Saturday night. Um, four and a half furlongs, twenty five hundred, nine winners to two. Um, is the condition for race number one. We got a field of six. Um, and there's a, a few runners that have improved since the last efforts. There's like the one is adding blinkers on, uh, second time off the claim. But I ultimately gave the check mark to the four bond mount for Keith Craigma and Raider Rob. First off the claim. I actually like this horse first time Loki Losal, which is a rare thing for me. I usually like, like to give him a race or two. Mm-hmm. Showed speed, uh, lugged out and faded, and then came back and broke, uh, um, actually won uh, last time out after setting the speed. I think that horse is going to be tough to beat. There's not a ton of speed in this field. Uh, but then again, if that horse doesn't get the lead, I think the race is wide open. But if you're looking for my check mark, pro- probably be the four here bomb now. Yeah, Keith Craig Miles pretty deadly off the claim, hitting at 35%. But Kind of counting on the two, love your life, for Nunez to kind of press that horse early. So that's why I went with the six, Sunday Pulpit, who's uh, coming off second-time claim for Kelly Castaneda. Last time, uh, I thought it closed really nicely after stumbling and got bumped both sides at the start. So if Bonmont and love your life can kind of ding-dong it up front, yeah. I'm looking for the six to close it. I was, imp- I was impressed with the improved speed uh, for the two last time out. I thought this horse could, could almost uh, take it. So... I was at 9-1 that night. Actually, dual and put up a good fight, so that's an improved second. Yeah, if you're looking for my top three, it'll probably be 4-6-2. So I do like the six a bit here, uh, drawn in the outside, Sunday, Sunday pulpit. Um, kind of better than look third, right? This yeah. horse had some trouble. Uh, should have probably been much, much closer. Uh, I can definitely see why the six is going to take plenty of money. Definitely. gets the weight break, too, with Piera's second time and. Yeah, like we said before, just had that bad break. So maybe if uh, they can improve off that and get a clean start, I think can sit outside the two and the four and get a nice trip. Yeah, that's going to be race number one. Race number two, the second half of the early double. We got uh, three-year-olds and up, which have never won two races. Um, claiming price, $10,000. They're going to go eight seventy in this event. And we got a field of uh, six again. Uh before I give you my check mark, did your dad give you some inside info on the four rookie show? <laughs> no, but I know he probably loves this horse. Yeah. I, we went over there to Santa Anita uh, when this horse won, mm-hmm. and uh, just has plenty of speed. 
I know we don't really like horses uh, first time Locally, uh, coming to Los Al, yeah. but I really don't see an abundance of speed in here. Yeah. So uh, that's why I think Rocky Show is going to be pretty tough. Yeah, that, the Rocky Show, we're talking about the 4, 9 to 5, Edgar Pieris. That's going to be the morning line favorite. Two starts back, one at San Ida after dueling on the lead, opened up a, a big lead there and uh, went off at 6 to 1. Did you go that day? No, I didn't. I was actually watching from home, but once I saw that uh, there was some rain and it was a wet, fast track. Yeah, you want yeah, speed. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought uh, this horse was going to be a lock, and I, one of the few I, I play over there because my dad, <laughs> will, he'll win uh, when I don't bet yeah, him, exactly. and he'll lose when I do bet mm -hmm. him, but I was definitely on this horse that day. I think he'll be double tough in here. The same thing. People ask me, like, every time they see a Pito win, like, a 10 to 1, 15 to 1, 20 to 1, or whatever, they're like, why do you share? You had that one. I was like, if I don't tweet about it, I didn't like that horse. So if I, if you see me tweeting Agapito time, I'm going to the window. So yeah, that's it's a it's a kind of a, a, a cat and mouse game sometimes, you know, just because people think, oh, Curtis crushed that one at six to one. Yeah, <laughs> like the other night, uh, quarters uh, George who sits up here with me. Yeah, you know, he got he just gave me a dirty look because the the longest shot of the the trees duo uh -huh. won. And he was like, oh, thanks for telling me, you know, and I, I knocked him right out of the, his pick six. But no. I really have no clue. If you ask my dad, he's going to say every, every horse, horse is has ready. a chance to win. So yeah. that's the way it goes. Yeah, I, I gave the check right here to the five, Big Energy. Uh, I really liked the, that second place finish behind the sharp Cal Cali Galchis, who's another one for your dad's runners. Did, is she still in the barn or did he get a claim? Uh, no, she's still with us. Yeah, yeah. Cal Galchis, yeah. She's, uh, I think she's going to win plenty of races uh, at this level. But, yeah, I'll give the slide edge to the five big energy just because of the recency at this distance. The four Rocky show is going to be the other one taking some play. How about the three? Baca you. Good third last time out behind uh, big energy. And tonight, second, time, second start off the layoff. Yeah, this one angled out last time, and I thought finished pretty well. Only finished half a length behind big energy. Mm -hmm. So if Big Energy doesn't have that closing kick and is just chasing Rocky show a little, a little too closely there, I, I definitely see Vodka Dexed you. Uh, if just can improve just slightly, I uh, can definitely get up for second place. Yeah, I, I, it's going to be, you know, this probably just because all three of those runners are going to be so close in the betting. As far as the morning line, they're 9-5, to 2-1, and 3-1. to one. As far as pick fours, these are the kind of legs where I either single one of them or probably use all three if I like somewhat yeah. a price somewhere down the road because – they're hard to separate, but if you want to take a stand, you can take a stand in these kind of fields and kind of improve your odds. Yeah, like we said, you know, first time coming to Los Al, maybe Rocky's show just doesn't show uh, quite the early speed that Big Energy is used to uh -huh. facing here. You know, maybe Big Energy can can duel right there and, and tie Rocky's show out. So, like you said, you either take a stand or, or kind of include three or four of these horses. But, yeah. you know, choose at your discretion. Yeah, that's, that's going to be uh... – that's gonna be race number two. Race number three, we got Phillies and Mares three olds and up, which have never won two races. Uh, four and a half furlongs, five thousand dollar claimers is the claiming price right here. We got a field of six, uh, and we got uh, another one for your data as a morning night favorite. That was gonna be the four, just a gem. But this is where I made my Los Ponies lock of the night, and it's gonna be the one ultimate game uh, coming in from Golden Gate. Um, first off the claim owner and trainer Jerry Wallace, but I go all the way back to this horse's dirt form. And I remember this horse breaking the man and down at Del Mar for John Sadler. I want to say in the summer of 2017 or 2016, one of those two, but it didn't show it on PPs. But I remember this horse because this horse opened up 
early uh, that day and showed good speed against some solid runners. And we go all the way back to December here locally over the daytime surface. Showed pretty, pretty good speed as well. So I'm, I'm banking that the one ultimate game from the inside post with the with the apprentice can show a lot of speed in this field. And I'm just going to take a stand in here with ultimate game. Yeah, I think uh, ultimate game and just Jim definitely going to be flying out there yes. on the lead. I went with the number three horse, Michaela's World. Uh, steps up in class from 32 to 5,000. It had a nice win last time, closing the three lengths, but it had to steady briefly there at the 516th pole. And second time here for Angie. The only, I don't like that Pierre switched to the one. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's a, a, a bad sign for this horse. But I, I, I think just a gem is so fast early. I, I don't know if Ultimate Game is, is going to be able to you know take it to her. But I'm hoping Michaela's World just gets a nice uh, trip, but I'm not totally confident in this one. Yeah, this is going to be a, a very contentious because I could see if the one and the and the four hook up, they could set it up for either the three or the six, and that's that could be a, a bit of a price there. So a tricky leg. Uh, it was hard for, hard for me to figure out, so I, I, I locked in on the one ultimate game. And I remember also ultimate game. Uh, there's a there's an exercise rider for John Sadler. I don't know if he still works for him, but um, he rides every now and then, and his name is Jose Contreras. So oh, okay. people, people would tag me, tag me. Are I've you, are, that, you yeah. are you riding Ultimate Game? <laughs> and, then, and that's when I tweet out, "Yeah, hold on, I gotta go down to the jockey's room." And a few people believe me, like, oh, "I'm going yeah. down to the jockey's room." Hold on, and I come right up. That's what uh, somebody said. Uh, they they tweeted me the other day. Orlando actually put on one of my dad's two year olds that worked uh, always right. He put Curtis Treese as the trainer. And he's like, "Oh, congratulations!" <laughs> you, you know, you took out your trainer's license. Like, oh no, I gotta, I gotta tell Orlando he's got a mistake here. <laughs> yeah, so that's gonna be race number three, the payoff leg of the early pick four. Race number four, got a two-year-old event here. Phillies uh, going three hundred yards, um, and I thought it was a, a, a nice field to kick off the first baby race of the evening. Um, your morning line favorite is gonna be the six race. He's favorite, who worked well there on April seventh, twelve thirty in a solo drill. I like the professionalism of that one and that drill broke fast, went straight and finished strong. But I'm going to give the check mark to the four here. Patty's princess, Jose Flores, um, owner, and it appears breeder and part train, uh, part owner, part breeder and trainer. This one broke from the inside on April 3rd. It was a little bit sluggish out of the gate, but once the rider really got going and, and really allowed this one to run a bit, um, she made up a good amount of ground without being asked, and I thought she she finished well past the wire there. So in twelve forty, so I think with a little bit more professionalism, the four could be a bit of a play there at nine and two. Yeah, I don't think we saw the best of this horse's uh, ability in that in that uh, second work there on that twelve forty. Thought the same thing. Didn't really break that well and, and finished out nicely. Just kind of scared. I'm, I'm hoping uh, she can break yeah. a little bit better. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of kind of learn and progress. Uh, but definitely, you know, kind of a sleeper drill there. Finished out really nicely. I went with a seven alpha female. Ooh. I uh, thought this horse worked really well with uh, Striver, mm -hmm. a horse, a two-year-old that came in and ran really well the first time out. I think he ran second at, at some big odds. I think so, yeah. And uh, I just I thought wasn't really asked that day and, and also worked a 1240. Uh, I like the outside draw. Ulysses Gomez getting back aboard and Scott Willoughby Barnes, mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm hoping – they can kick things off right. Yeah, they, they've uh, teamed up for some big wins over the years, and now baby season, and uh, we're starting to see Ulysses pick up a lot of more of these uh, babies. Uh, so we mentioned the six is going to be a 
two to one on the morning line. An interesting long shot I got for you right here. If you're looking to play exotics, I think the three is a must use. It's fifteen to one on the morning line. This one on that draw on April tenth uh, was on the outside, broken, broke in, kind of was impeded by by the rival, but finished up with big strides uh, under an easy hole. Never asked in twelve sixty. I think the three could definitely improve, and a fifteen to one. That I think that's a horse that must use at least in the exotics. Yeah, stat I think could help your point there. Uh, first time for Connie Hall, uh, she's hitting at fifty percent. Mm-hmm. So uh, as long as this horse can break clean, and and maybe the other ones get into a little bit of trouble, yeah. you can drop a bomb here. In yeah, the that's that's going to be race number four. And I guess we got some competitive morning line here in race four. So if you'd like a, a two-year-old here, other than the six, you're probably going to get fair odds uh, because Monty's hot. Monty, yep. the barn, I think, won a baby race on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday each. I think him and Robbins are tied with three baby races. Uh-huh. But, yeah, he's hitting on all cylinders right now. Uh, I think, uh, like you said, this one just looked professional, mm-hmm. just went you know, straight and strong, wasn't really asked. You know, looks ready to go first time out. Yeah, that's going to be race number four. Race number five, we got a maidens, three-year-olds and up, going uh, – 300 yards and we've got a big of a mixed bag here we got two runners that have plenty of experience in the one and the six and then we've got a a second time starter in the four and then we got three first time starters in the three two three and five so it's a little bit of a mixed bag i i like these kind of races it, it gives you kind of a puzzle but i just couldn't ignore that drill by the five highest leader uh, way back on November 25th, 11.90 in a three-team and uh, finished strong. Um, I, you know, I was waiting for this horse to maybe pop up, and it pops up tonight. Two to one on the morning line. Maybe we can get a little bit higher. We'll see, but I I, I think the five is going to run huge here. Yeah, you can't sneak anything past Burgard. No, he's, he's, he's sharp. It looks like they tried to hide this horse in the drills. You know, if this horse is really going to fire uh, mm-hmm. first time, like you said, had that 11.90, and then, you know, Two whatever works after that. Yeah. But uh, debuting as a four-year-old, still a colt, by mm-hmm. the way. And, yeah. You know, pretty nice breeding. One sweet Jess. La Corona Cartel uh, was a pretty good runner here at La Salle. Uh, but I don't know. Just going to need that experience, mm-hmm. I, I think. Maybe first time. I, I was hoping to get a price, but once I saw Morning Line favorite, it kind of scared me off. I, I think I, I'm going to go with the one favorite Cartel uh-huh. Jr. Yeah. Uh, ran a, a pretty good second there. It was at 100 yards, but like we said, this this field isn't a bunch of world beaters. So I could see it. if you wanted to go all in this race, you know, say you're playing like a middle pick three yeah. there or something, you want to just go all at, you know, I wouldn't blame you. Yeah, and, and um, as far as my numbers have, 514 as my top three order. Finish the four, should improve second time out. Finish third, just behind fellow rival, the sixth forest on fire last time out. Um, so I think the four definitely has some, Definitely room to improve. But, yeah, the one, I mean, you can't forget about the one. Good second behind Charter Flight and a 100-yard dash. But that was only the first start in a long layoff, second time off the layoff. And this one had a good drill on the February 24th and uh, 12-10 there from the gate, best of the morning. So, yeah, it looks like by the 5-1 for me. Um, again, this is this is kind of the middle race of the entire sequence. So pick threes or mid-card double, something like that. 5-1 for me. Yeah, a, b- a bunch of uh, maidens here that, you know, it doesn't look very tough. I could see something happening, or, you know, I could just see a chalking out. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? I-, I don't know. Like I said, I would just press the all button and move on. Yeah, and race number six is going to be the second baby race of the night. We got maidens going 300 yards. Uh, 
And this uh, kind of maybe this has got to be one of the shorter line, shortest morning line favorites we've seen in mm -hmm. these baby races, right? We're talking about the five pull the trigger, this two-year-old gelding by Cell Corona out of the walk-through fire uh, mare. What fire? Owned and bred uh, by Doc Allred, Scott Willoughby, conditioner, and Ulysses Gomez has a mount. But in that latest drill on March 31st, this one broke from the inside in a team of two. Kind of broke a little flat-footed, mm -hmm. kind of looking around, and then just quick acceleration. Yeah. Finished strong in 12, uh, 12.20. I mean, with this horse could have probably gone faster to my eye. Uh, so I'm really, really looking forward to this two-year-old. Yeah, I thought pull the trigger was probably top five two-year-olds I had seen. And uh, like I said before, I was just waiting for this horse to, to make his debut. I just thought he was pretty, uh, pretty professional in both of them. Just accelerated nicely, kind of mm -hmm. what I saw at a Wicked Affair. Yeah, I don't think she broke that well, but but once uh, they kind of kick it in, they they definitely looked apart. So I thought pull the trigger uh, was one of the best two year olds I'd seen this year. Yeah, definitely the one that that I remember that I liked a lot was Bud Break, who got the job done mm -hmm. for Monty, right? Yeah, yeah, it was Monty, and he he just looked so professional. And this horse kind of reminded me of that. once this horse got into stride, pull the trigger, kind of reminded me of that. So. We're looking for our horses to complete the exactor to try. Uh, the six Hamilton it took some money there. Debut three to one. We had worked twelve thirty there for Paul Jones. It's a horse that should improve second time out. But I thought the seven at eight to one. The first time starter for Juan Alleman. Uh, two year old cold by first moon flash out of a scared. That twelve six year deal could have probably been a little bit better. It was a little bit hard to ride. Uh, kind of was trying to toss the head a bit if I remember correctly. Uh, eight to one, depending on the price, that might be a good exacta horse too. Yeah, I remember uh, Scotty was picking a a one all on horse uh, as his long shot, and that one fired pretty well from between horses. Mm -hmm. So if you wanted to use this one from the outside, you know I wouldn't blame you. Uh, my second choice was going to be the six Hamilton. Mm -hmm. uh, was uh, well bet against Conquering Marie and uh, Conquering Marie and legally hot there in the debut, but just raced Greenleaf throughout. So I think it should improve second time. Yeah, that's going to be race number six. Hopefully a clean start for everyone, and if they break clean, they run to the works. Look out for pull the trigger. That might be a horse uh, to make some noise later down the year. So race number seven, 300 yards, maidens, 12-5 is the claiming tag here. We've got a field of six. I believe they're calling Curtis for the changes. <laughs> no, that's, I think we're getting a fax. Oh, yeah, we are getting a fax. Okay. <laughs> race number don't seven. Mind that, yeah, don't, don't, don't mind that don't mind that press oh, box stuff. yes press box stuff. uh field of six uh i went i couldn't you know i've chased this horse before now a 12 time maiden and i'm picking him again i'm going with the two all mode um always has good gate speed last time out she probably he just ran into a horse that won despite trouble and Alamo still finished over a length and a, and a half clear of the third place finisher. So I'm thinking the two Alamo could could finally find the field to break the maiden, and this might be it. Yeah, finally uh, goes in for a tag, and I think it's pretty surprising to all of us that this horse is still a maiden. Yes, you know, been well bet the entire time. It was uh, well regarded last year and ran against a lot of good, nice horses. Just hasn't got the job done. So maybe tonight, finally dropping all the way down to 12.5, uh, can finally seal the deal. I went with the number five horse, uh, BP Southern Hero. Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't really liked all the starts here at Los Al, but the one thing I, I like is that they're taking the blinkers off, and that's what the this horse was running without them in Turf Paradise and, mm -hmm. and seemed competitive over there. 
uh, seem to have run his best races. So they pull the blinkers off tonight. I'm hoping uh, just with that improvement, it makes his horse tough. Yeah, the five definitely going to take some play as far as my top three in order of preference. Two, three, five. The three, another of, of the the breedings I follow, a political jest, Chalala. Remember Chalala? She was oh, like yeah. a rocket ship oh. out of the gate. Uh, this one is also a nine. It's like a Laka for, for you to play that breeding. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I, I, that and what, five bar Molly, I think? Probably five, five bar Molly, a few of the ones she's dropped. Uh, but apolitical, well, three to one on the morning line. Going to take some play, finish second last time out. But, yeah, two, three, five is probably the, the three that I, I see getting out of this race. I'm I'm playing against the one and the six. They come out of the same uh, race as um, as the five. I think the five is going to turn the tables on those two. So by process of elimination, uh, two, three, and five for me here. Yeah. Uh, the only other one I, I threw in was the six. Uh, just like you said, beat the one mm -hmm. that last time. I thought was finishing better of those two. So if you wanted to include the one or the six, I would probably say the six uh, was going better of the late uh, that time. Uh, even though um, she ran third and Hey Beautiful ran second. But uh, I just think the six horse had trouble in uh, the first two starts and finally got a clean trip, draws the outside. So maybe we can see that closing kick again. Yeah, that one from the Milton. Mine Arana has ridden that one of the last all three starts and we'll be back aboard again tonight. Race number eight, the start of the late double. We got Maidens going 300 yards. We got a, a good field of seven here. Um, the one Valley Nice two to one more than favorite coming off a of layoff since uh September of last year. And ultimately based on the company company lines and based on on uh the good starts out of the gate and last few starts, I gave the one the check mark. Um looks tough if that one can run back to that those efforts. But gave a look to the six, Grandma Ruth. Uh ran a, a very good second at twelve to one there in the second career start. And I remember correctly, this horse was acting up in the gate before the race kind of fractures and still was able to finish a good second. So the one is definitely the horse to beat. The six would probably be my, my price play here at 5-1. to one. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I went 1-6 uh, as my top two as well. Uh, Valiant Knights was just a, a kind of a, a well-regarded two-year-old last year. Mm -hmm. No, I wouldn't say top tier, but I thought maybe consolation I, type yeah. runner. Mm -hmm. uh, but. You know, just by reading it, you just ran against all the good horses. Call Me Cole and A Political Stone, Cavian Corona. I mean, those are all nice runners. So as long as uh, Lynn Melton can bring this horse back into good form, uh, I think can fire fresh from along the rail. And Grandma Ruth, uh, I went uh, on the breeding aspect of this. I like runners out of that damn Ruth Chris. Mm -hmm. uh, she's dropped some good runners. So I went there. The four horse is kind of a... Uh, Hit and miss yes. horse for me. Uh, uh, one I've more cigar. That before, yeah. yeah, I mean, always looks quick, but it just it just can't get the job done. I uh, actually made the El Primero. Uh, didn't really fire there in the final, but I, I think you, you would be, you know, a little reckless not to to take this one on your ticket. Uh, definitely has been running against a lot of good horses, but I think does lack that final kick, but. You never know. I think it gets a good draw right down the middle of the track. Yeah, that's going to be the top three contenders and what I think are going to be the top three betting choices. The six will probably get bet down a bit. Um, the four is five to two. The six is five to one. The two trumper has had trouble probably in each in four out of the five starts. I'm kind of still waiting for that one to, to get a, a kind of a, like a perfect trip and see what mm -hmm. he's got. Uh, five to one. It, you know, you've been playing this horse as a favorite the last two starts. You're going to get some price tonight. So 
Yeah, that one's kind of the question mark in the group. Have we seen the best yeah. uh, despite the trouble uh, this thing has had? Uh, once it gets a clean start, what's it really going to show? Uh, can it can it run with the one or the four? Uh, you know, what we're going to see, hopefully uh, we do get to see it tomorrow night. just gets a nice clean start, but uh, I'm going to go with the one. Yeah, that's going to be race number eight. Final event of the night is going to be an allowance race number nine for Phillies, Thrills, which have never won two races. We got a field of six, and uh, I just can't see myself not using the five last year. And I made this one my lock of the night last time out. Throw through the gate was fractions acting up, just a race to ignore. Uh, I just remember writing this Philly down as a like a Philly that could make some noise after that debut back in June, but. Obviously has had a few trouble trips, a few setbacks. Um, she might be still maturing. Uh, we don't know. But last year, and if that one can break, that horse looks tough. At a price, probably the one time to leave, 10-1. Mm -hmm. That race three starts back. Dead heated with fellow rival, the three kiss in there. And the one was finishing better to my eye in that effort under an easy hand ride. Um, so I think the one at a price is a good play. But I think the five is the horse to beat here. Yeah, one looked uh, pretty pretty good in that uh, maiden score. Was uh, about a length behind Kissing Air mm -hmm. and closed and, and got up to dead heat. And they raised it up. Uh, maybe a little too tough, but you know maybe had some excuses in those in that last pair. But I think uh, the rail draw would probably be good. I don't know why I like Willoughby horses uh, from along the rail, but uh, definitely a ten to one a horse to look out for. I thought the six perfect eagle, uh, eagle looked good. Uh, Ayala opts for this horse over the two. Mm -hmm. Last time went fifteen sixty five against Mesmerizing, uh, who's a pretty nice horse. Uh, won the maiden yes, stakes, maiden I believe, stakes, yeah. and uh, draws the outside. Ayala's pretty good from out there. I think this horse looks good. Yeah, that one's going to be two to one on the morning line. It's actually your morning line favorite. I thought the five was the morning line favorite, but we expect the five and the six to take plenty of betting. Five one is my top two here. You like the six? Mm -hmm. I also thought the three, maybe uh, just because of the, they put the blinkers yeah, back uh -huh. on this horse, uh, I thought it ran two pretty good races. Uh, if you look all the way back there down to July and June, uh, ran some nice races, ran a 1557. Uh, if you put the blinkers back on, he ran 1557. I think you're right there in this yeah, race. Just draw a line through that west wet fast effort in the derby trials. And you're looking at a pretty good form there for, for the three kiss in there. It's a tough race, tough allowance, and the pick four. I probably want to get as much coverage as I could in this race, but it's going to be tough. So last year for me, perfect eagle for Curtis. And that's going to wrap up Saturday's card at Los Al. Looking forward to hopefully we see uh, some big performance from the babies this year. Uh, but, yeah, anything for the after show? Anything uh, in the news? I mean, uh, all the NBA games going on. Oh, man, I'm a junkie. Been watching uh, yeah. too many. Too many. Uh, the wife's not a, a real big fan of basketball, okay. so uh, she kind of goes and, and watches her phone, <laughs> watches some YouTube. But yeah, yeah uh, any basketball game I could watch. I'm just a fan. I, I like too. that's my favorite sport to watch. Me too. I like watching it. Um, I I grew up playing a lot of baseball and soccer. I don't enjoy watching baseball as much as I enjoy playing it. Uh, I think it's the game. It's too slow yeah. at times. Basketball. Um. There's a lot of action going on all the time, uh, a lot of highlight-worthy type of uh, type of plays that makes it entertaining to watch. I think. Yeah, I kind of felt the same way about baseball. You know, I like going and you know, I play in softball leagues and stuff yeah. like that. But you know, as far as watching you know games on TV, 
you know, I, I could pass, I could, I could just turn on something else <laughs> yeah. and pick it up and, you know, the seventh, you know, something in the later innings, but, uh, yeah, I've just been watching all the games. Uh, Golden State's looking pretty good. Yeah. It looks like a end of an era there for San Antonio. Kind of sad to right. see. Do you think Kawhi is going to leave? Uh, do you think they're going to trade him? I mean, I saw the the recent story. He wants to go to the Lakers. I would be Ooh. all fine with him coming <laughs> over here. Uh, we, we need some star power along with our younger talent. And maybe he just needs a fresh start. All right, so if you can get a pick, you can only get two of these for your Lakers. Who do you want? You you got the option of LeBron, Kawhi, Paul George. Who else could be available? Is Clay available? Yeah. All right. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So out of those four, what two do you want max out? Ooh. I would probably go with. I would probably go with LeBron and Clay. Clay. Just because I. I mean, Kawhi is a great two-way player. Yeah. I don't know. I, he's just so quiet. Yeah, and, and that's the only thing that bugs me about him is I don't. I, I'm not too sure about his leadership <laughs> skill. Clay is also very quiet, but yes. you know, he he never had to be kind of the leader on that no. team. So I would probably go with LeBron and Clay. And Clay. Okay. Who would you take? Uh, I'll probably take. Because look, theoretically speaking, LeBron is probably going to sign in a one or two year, right? Two mm-hmm. year with a player option. That's probably what he's going to do. I would probably go as much as LeBron. By the way, let's settle this right now. Better all-time, LeBron or Michael? I think LeBron. I, I agree. I think LeBron. I agree. You know, a lot of people, I think they just have nostalgia uh-huh. for uh, for Michael. But I hear a lot of old people talk about uh, Kareem uh-huh. and and some of the guys that came before Bill Russell mm-hmm. and they kind of talk uh, the way about Michael or, you know, the way we, let me reverse that. They talk about their guys yes. way higher than, than Michael, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and then people put Michael on the pedestal the way they see LeBron now, just because he's younger. Yeah. But I think he does it all. I think uh, he gets his teammates involved. Mm-hmm. I, I think he plays better defense, but I mean, he, you can see a lot of people just think, you know, it's it's blasphemy, and, and yeah. they say Kobe, yeah, uh, is the closest, uh-huh. you know, to Michael. But, yeah, you know, Kobe was my favorite, uh-huh. but I, I think LeBron's better than Kobe and Michael. Yeah, I, I agree. I, if you were to ask me, I would say LeBron, uh, greatest of all time. Now, getting back to to the to what I would take, I would probably I would take Hawaii, and it would probably be a toss up between. Leonard, uh, uh, Clay, and uh, and LeBron, because I'm I'm thinking about the personalities here, mm-hmm. and you know, the, Clay and and Kawhi they're quiet. I don't think they would bump heads. Um, so I, I'm thinking about that. At this point, I'm starting to see Paul Jones George really comfortable at OKC. If you're asking me, I don't think he's leaving. You know, I'm not quite sure. Okay. Yeah, kind of. Westbrook says he's not going anywhere. No. But I don't hear really anything mm-hmm. out of Paul George. I could I could see that though. They've kind of they've kind of you know bonded over there. But you know, once it comes to that time, you never really know. Uh, once the money becomes yeah, involved, exactly. You know, Carmelo hasn't really panned out over there. I thought it was a weird trio to begin with, but I don't know. They seem to have figured it out there toward the end. But. I, I, I you know talking about the current playoffs. I want some upsets. I want probably, 
if you're asking me who I want to make it out of the West, probably be either the Okishi Thunder, probably because I think Westbrook has been there, has been knocking on the doors, and this will be great for him to at least get to the conference finals. Uh, Utah's playing great against them. I think that's going to be a tough series. That I think it's still 1-1. Game 3 is tonight. Um, Pelican, I thought Pelicans... I thought Portland was going to dominate the Pelicans. Portland hasn't put up a fight. Nope. 3-0. Yeah. Yeah. The brow. He's just... Yeah, I mean, he, dominant. He has, he has panned out you know, as, as best as he could. They've just taken it to Portland. 3-0. Uh, get out the broomsticks. Yeah, that's, that's going to be crazy. Uh, I think the Pacers are going to give Cleveland a long series. Uh, they're 1-1 right now. Yeah. Yeah, I believe they're one yeah, as of right now. Because uh, Pacers won game one. Yeah, so it, I think they're they're going to go at least six or seven. Uh, I think the Cavs are barely going to sneak by them. Um, in the East, I want probably Philadelphia to get out. I think they're, they're good enough. I, I think they're good enough. Yeah, they they're young, but I think they play with the confidence uh-huh. uh, that's needed. You know, it's kind of what analysts always say is, you know, when they when they finally get to the playoffs, will they be able to handle the pressure? And you know, it seems like you know Simmons and Embiid, they're doing. Doing and they good. and they pass the ball out a lot. Yeah. They they are not a lot of ISO players. They they kind of remind me of you know the Spurs of yesteryear. Somebody comes in, pass the ball, shoot it to the open guy, and attack. So yeah, I, I did you like, get a chance to watch Mast Embiid? Yes, I did. <laughs> he he threw the mask like a couple times. He was like, "Screw this! I don't like this mask." Yeah, I think he had he wore three different masks during that game. Right? Yeah, and, it, and uh, one of the heat. Players uh, stepped on it and tried to break it <laughs> yeah, uh, mid-game. He kind of had the little goggles that went over the mask, and yeah. that came off, and the guy stepped on it and tried oh, to break it. But, I miss you know, that. And beat in his first playoff game, uh, he showed up. Yeah, that's going to be fun. I think that, I think I want Philly to get out of the East. Um, the Celtics are putting up a good fight. Everybody was counting them out with uh, Kyrie out. But that's, it's definitely a fun time with the NBA playoffs. Everything's on the line. I think feel like – Everybody really plays for something this time of year. Yeah, I'm hoping. I, I don't like the Rockets, so I'm hoping. For, I, I want the Rockets to get upset. I, I want someone to just. Yeah, take I'm hoping a, for a Golden State Sixers final. Okay, that that'll be fun. I can take that. But yeah, that's that's current news on the NBA Finals. One thing I wanted to ask you because I seen this crazy theory on Twitter. Remember that airplane that got lost in in Malaysia or something that they never found? Mm-hmm. The, yeah, like whatever just it was. disappeared. Yeah, like this. I found this crazy. I don't. I want to say. I don't know if I was listening on the radio or I read it on Twitter. This crazy theory that that someone for the airplane, someone received a voicemail from someone in the airplane, and it sounds like a cryptic alien message. So now, <laughs> now this, now there's this whole like cryptic uh, conspiracy. Like, oh, aliens abducted a whole plane. So. I myself, I do believe in aliens. I don't know if they can abduct the whole plane, but are, are you a, an, a, an alien believer? I don't believe in aliens. Okay. I don't believe in ghosts. Oh. Yeah, so we went for the, the Queen Mary haunted tour. Yeah. Uh, my wife well, wanted they to say do that. that. People say that's 100% haunted. Like ghosts are like living there. I went through it, and granted it was like a group of 30 yeah, when, okay. when you take uh, when you take the tour, uh-huh. but you go through some creepy places. Yeah. I will say oh, really? they take you to like some pool areas. And, uh, one one thing when I got on the boat, mm-hmm. um, I thought I was safe because I was on the upper deck. Uh-huh. You know. Meanwhile, we we take the tour, and when we come out, 
uh, of where they said all these ghosts were, we were right back where where we started, and I started where I thought I was safe in the hallway. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, was, uh, that that kind of gave me chills. Uh-huh. It's, it's pretty much anywhere on the boat. Yeah. But uh, to do with the aliens, yeah, I think we're the only ones out there. Really? I mean, that's the way I think. About the plane stuff, I actually went to Florida for Walt Disney World. Okay, yeah. And uh, this was the only and thing. How about this? Let me sidetrack. Go ahead. How can I can I they prize myself out of like Disney? I I used to be an annual pass holder. <laughs> I mean, the damn churros are like six dollars now or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, everything and has gone way up. Like the single day passes are like almost two hundred bucks, like a hundred and something. Like, I mean, I I got priced out. I I used to have a. a, a uh, annual pass, but now I don't. But now, since we have uh, our bad beat therapist, uh, the bankroll manager is like, we got to make a trip to Disney World to Florida. Never been there, so I'm curious uh, what your experience out there was. Uh, there's, it's definitely a lot different uh, from out here since there are the four parks. Yeah, uh, everything's a lot more spread out, and that's that's the nice thing about yeah. when you go over there. You know, here at Disneyland, we only have two parks. It's very cramped, especially now with everybody oh, having a pass, like yeah. you said. A- Any time you go, it's just packed. Just so. when you think, oh, I'm going to go on a Tuesday because it's it's like not the – nobody takes a Monday off, a Tuesday off or whatever. They might take a Monday off. Tuesdays are packed. Wednesday, they're packed. I yeah. mean, you can't, get, you can't get away from the crowds now. Yeah, compared to 10 years ago. I mean, when you could just walk and pretty much go on any ride, the most you had to wait was probably half an hour. Yeah. Now everything's an hour and, and – Everybody's just jam packed. The parking lot's packed. <laughs> They're you got, you gotta, money. <laughs> you got to wait in line to get on the tram and all this stuff. But uh, we went for uh, my in laws. We went to Walt Disney World. Uh-huh. And it was really nice. We stayed uh, for four days and uh, we went to each park. And yeah, it's really nice. A lot more spread out and uh, there's uh, fewer attractions in each park. So so you kind of got to hop to each one. But uh, it's, it's very fun. I recommend it. But uh, to go back to our original thing. Yeah, the airplane. Right? Uh, on the way back, I was flying uh, American Airlines, and we we're uh, coming close to the Grand Canyon. Uh-huh. You know? And the pilot you know, got on the intercom and said it. And I was had a window seat, and I looked, and I, I saw like a little shadow pass over the wing. Uh-huh. And I said, well, that's weird. Yeah. You know, like what could be above us? Yeah. We're, we're way up in the sky. Yeah. So I go home, and I didn't even tell anybody about it. The next day, there was a a yahoo story that two pilots uh saw a like a spacecraft or something above them another craft you know even even the control tower asked them you know did you see anything above you and they said there was something above them around the arizona you know kind of grand canyon area Uh and so i told everybody so that's kind of my only experience that Maybe there could be something else out there that was above us. They said it was alien spacecraft up there. You were within feet of a a UFO, (laughs) man. I I do believe in UFOs and aliens. I I think they're out there. I don't think we're the only ones. Uh, Yeah, but that's interesting. I I remember when, you know, for a period of time, I lived in Culver City. And I swear, I think I saw a UFO out there. Well, walking at night, I seen like this big light or whatever. And to this day, I was like, "That's a UFO, like whatever." But yeah. yeah, I, I, I think I don't think we're the only ones out there. So I do believe in aliens. You're, you're not alone. They, I, they yeah. have the ancient alien show that yeah. would would tell me that guy how with a big beard or whatever. That, all the all the memes that, that are out that, there. That guy's a meme. <laughs> like, that guy, he like he plays it up. Like once yeah. he started getting some uh some some like internet fame or whatever, 
I mean, he, he, he took control of it. Yeah, he went from nobody was really listening to him to, to now he was a celebrity. <laughs> yeah, that, so that's a little bit of, of fun that we have right there. But so do you, you actually recommend, recommend me going to, uh, to uh, Disney? Definitely. That was something I wanted to do all my life. And, you know, I, I couldn't wait for the chance to go. And, and we booked it. And uh, they have little shuttles that take you all around there. You don't even need to rent a car. You did, know. did you stay... Do you stay at a hotel inside the whole theme park or no? Uh, we stayed at a, a hotel on the resort. Okay. It, was, it used to be owned by Disney. Okay. Uh, this one was actually bought out by the military because okay. my in-law, uh, he's in the military, okay. and, and that's why we went. He's in the Army. Uh, but it kind of ran on the same system, that the same bus system that Disney has. Uh, we also stayed there before at another one, and uh, it was kind of the similar experience. But you just get on a bus and it takes you to, to whatever park you, you want to go to and, and it's all free. And, yeah, that's convenient. And, yeah, so the, the first chance you get, I say go over there. That's good. So um, the way I'm getting out of this uh, uh, commitment is that I keep telling the, the banker manager, oh, Jackie's still so small. She won't remember. Just said, Let's just wait until Jackie to remember. She's that's what my wife says. <laughs> she says, I, I couldn't imagine taking uh, – taking a child so small they're not even gonna remember yeah. it because you got to deal with the strollers yeah. and all that stuff yeah it's and it's so expensive too so but shout out to disney they do got some good churros uh, that's, <laughs> that's that's what uh i might get a, an annual pass just for that but that's a little bit of uh of the after show thanks for tuning in uh, we'll be back hopefully next week and let's see if we can pick some winners this week all right bye, bye. everybody see ya